Hi, and welcome back to another episode. I believe this is episode six. Let me check. Tea time with the girls. It is episode six, so we're already on episode six. Crazy. And for today's episode, I interviewed Dr. Vicki Johnson. She is the author of several books, one being Soul Wealth, and she basically works to help women be their best selves, whether it be achieving a goal that they had or making a vision come to life. I recently picked up a goals notebook at the store, well, at TJ Maxx, because they have really good journals and books there, like a great selection. If you're looking for like a good agenda type book, a notebook, or journal where you can list goals, but like on the cheaper side that are cute, go to TJ Maxx or Marshalls or whatsoever. But I picked up one from TJ Maxx the other day. I'm sorry if you can hear outside. It's a lot of banging and all going on because I'm upstairs in my room and my room is like at the front of my house. So you can literally hear everything that goes on outside. And here comes my mom. Of course, right on time. The beauty of filming a podcast. I usually do this in the basement, but she wasn't home. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it upstairs. And you can hear everything. And she's going to be like, why did you include this in the podcast? Cut it out. And I'm like... Girl, the podcast is a recorded conversation, basically. It's unedited and uncut most of the time. Okay, so before I was really interrupted, I picked up a journal at TJ Maxx, as I was saying, and you basically write your goals for the week, um, whether it be... I'm going to clean my room or I'm going to complete two scholarships for this week. Those literally just some of my goals in my book. Um, And I feel like it's really best to write your short term goals down because everybody knows what their long term goals are. Everybody knows that they want to become a lawyer, a doctor, or they want to buy a car, or they want to do this, but it's the steps on getting there that matters. Like, I know I want to become a dentist. But those short-term goals and those short-term steps are what's going to help me become a dentist. Like, I want to go to my dental office and shadow my own dentist. That's one step that's getting me closer to becoming a dentist because I'm looking around, I'm following her, I'm seeing what I can do. Um, the next thing would be to look around at dental offices that I can, um, intern or work for, whether it just be filing papers. I know I can't work in nobody's mouth, but, you know, just looking around at stuff like that. Those are short term goals that will become long term goals. And it's very important to write your short term goals with anything. Honestly, it doesn't have to be career it could be for school it could be 
for, like I said, buying a car, buying a house, whatever you want to do, those short-term steps and goals will help you achieve that. So I guess my little tip for today is to just remember your short-term goals. You don't necessarily have to write them. I like to write them, and I would recommend to write them down. But you don't have to write them, but if you do, get you a little journal, write your short-term goals, also write your long-term goals, but short-term goals are very important on just keeping up with the next step so you won't jump so far ahead so soon because jumping really far really fast can make you very anxious. And yes, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I will see you guys in the next episode, episode seven. So you want to get started and tell us about yourself and your profession and how you got into helping women with their health and wellness? Well, Jordan, I started my first girls club when I was 10 years old. And, you know, that was because my grandmother was the national president at the time. This is way before you were born. (laughs) She was the national president of the National Association of Colored Women's Clubs. And that's important because they were a counterpart or sister organization for the National Council of Negro Women that was led by and made most popular by Dr. Dorothy Height. That organization still exists, but those two organizations, along with others, to include sororities and other groups, were really important in the women's suffrage movement, which women got involved so that today women now have the right to vote. And that backdrop is really what started my passion for working first with girls. Like I said, my first girls club, I started at 10 years old. I was a brownie. I was a Girl Scout. (laughs) You know, then I started playing team sports and pledged sorority in college. And so from the age of at least nine, right, being connected and surrounded by other girls and now women always lit me up, made me excited because sisterhood is really important. So I've been doing this work a long, long time and it's a part of my passion and I understand that it is something that God has called me to do. So that's how I got started in this work, working with now women and having a lot of conversations sometimes, you know, with young girls as well. In your experience and opinion, what would you say are the main issues that affect young women today? Mm Self-esteem, self-worth, confidence, comparing themselves to other young women, And that is a direct result of our culture, which includes social media. And I don't think that social media is a bad thing when it is used properly. Mm -hmm. But self-esteem, self-worth, 
confidence or lack thereof and wanting to have a place to belong, right? And comparing themselves to images and other benchmarks, if you will, that aren't real, aren't true. You know, you let's use the Kardashians, for example. You know, that, that's a, a model that is projected over and over again in media as perfection. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, you'll get caught up in that and think that if you don't look like them, dress like them, wear your makeup like them, talk like them, have relationships like them, then you're not good enough. And that is not true. That's just not true. Each of us has value. Each of us has our own worth given to us by God. And each of us are here with a purpose and here to add value and share our gifts with the world. How do you think that a woman's um, self-esteem issues might affect maybe their anxiety or depression or just mental overall? Directly and indirectly, it can show up as not being able to sleep. It can show up as having no energy, low energy. It can show up as isolation, not wanting to be around people, not wanting to talk or spend time with people. And it's important to talk about or have a safe place to talk about our feelings and what's going on with us. So I think it it is a direct correlation. And I said indirect because sometimes we're not conscious of the things that are eating away at our self-image. So it's important to guard your heart and guard the information that you take in through your ears, through your eyes, you know, what you're looking at, what you're listening to, all of those things matter. Most young women today are taking on a lot of activities and experiences that can be challenging. And what ways do you think are best for handling the stress you get from those challenges? Eliminate some of the activities. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes we can be too busy mm-hmm. and not rest and not take care of ourselves. I think self-care is important for young women too. Mm-hmm. Young women need to rest. They need to eat properly, you know, or I'll say eat as much good stuff as they do bad stuff. Let me say it that way. Um, because I don't want to take the joy out of being a preteen or a teen, mm-hmm. no, or a girl. I, I went through my phase of potato chips and, you know, candy and all the things. So I'm not saying rip those things away, but be mindful. That's, that's the key, being mindful mm-hmm. of what we put in our bodies, what we put on our bodies, and how we care for them. Right. Glad you talked about self-care because this next question goes into it. The term (laughs) self-care has become more visible and prevalent in our communities. What methods of self-care can you suggest for teens to help them to better manage their lives? Get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, frequently when we hear 
excuse me, the term self-care, we think get our nails done, get our hair done, get a massage. Yeah, that stuff is good. But some of the free stuff that we can do is make sure you're getting enough rest, make sure you're drinking enough water, you know, making sure that you have a safe place to talk about your feelings and your emotions, that self-care. Having a spiritual practice, I think you're never too young to cultivate your own relationship with God. So having a prayer life, you know, doing meditation, whatever, whatever is calling to you, you know, getting involved in community service and activities and being around other positive influences and other young women who are headed in the same direction. So those are just some things that I would suggest, not in an overwhelming way, but to come up with your own rhythm and your own practice of taking care of your heart, taking care of your mental health, your mind, and taking care of your emotions, which is your soul. That's where your emotions live. So it's so important to care for every area of your life. Can you recommend any podcasts or other resources to help teens who may be struggling with depression, anxiety, stress, mental health? You said, can I recommend um, resources? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you you young people are so tech savvy. Y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can teach us some things. I, I will say everybody's best friend, you know, is is Google. Mm-hmm. There's so much free information available online. One of my favorite resources um, is Therapy for Black Girls is a really good resource. You can Google that, Therapy for Black Girls. Um, the American Psychological Association has you know, resources for teens. And then there, there's an abundance of podcasts, right? Like Jordan, mm-hmm. I know you listen to podcasts or you have a favorite go-to spot, you know, online to listen to inspiration and, and things that motivate you. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage, I would, I would encourage those who are listening this way. If it does not nurture you, if it does not edify you, if it does not encourage or empower you, then it's not good for you, right? So that's who you're following online, who you're connected with in person, where you spend time. You know, when I was growing up, when I was in middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I was bullied. And it really impacted me emotionally and mentally and I didn't really feel safe talking to anyone about it so I started playing sports that was my outlet and maybe someone listening doesn't want to play sports but there's something they love to do so tap into your gifts that is something that anyone can do at any time anywhere tap into what you love if that's coloring, if that's painting, if that's drawing, if that's music, if it's singing, 
if it's sports, if it's cheer, if it's dance, whatever you love, do more of that. I like to ask the question, what brings you joy? What do you enjoy? And whatever your answer is, do more of those things. All right. So that was the last question that I had for you. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I'm so proud of you. Okay. I feel so excited to be a guest here on your podcast. And you remind me so much of me. You know, I was, I was doing things like you're doing when I was your age. And so I'm super excited to know that young women coming behind us will continue to do work that is inspiring and work that is motivating and you know work that will encourage you know your peers to make make a difference in the world do something that will leave what i like to call a dinosaur impression on the earth you know dinosaurs huge right and if they were in existence today wherever they walk they would leave an impression that could not be erased and so that's what I want to offer to you and to those who are listening leave an impression in the world that cannot be erased like when you're no longer here live so that people will always remember you because you made such a difference in the world right Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you coming on here today. Thank you for having me, Jordan.